everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. Um, I don't want to sound like a broken record, because I, I recently had mentioned a loved one had passed away a couple days ago. Um, but I wanted to give a shout out for a couple of reasons to um, a well-known person who I, I just found out passed away today. Um, and interestingly, I was going to actually be cooking, um, some of the food she cooked this Saturday on the 5th that I talked about on the podcast. Um, so the writer of Julie and Julia, her name is Julie Powell. She was only 49 years old, but she, um, passed away today, um, of cardiac arrest. And I was texting my neighbor who I was going to be cooking Julia Child's food with because my neighbor was trained in her cooking, we were going to cook this Saturday, but she has some family obligations that she had forgotten about. So we won't be cooking it, um, which is okay because, um, I was actually more in the mood to make a pineapple upside down cake, which I'd never made before. Um, so I think I might try doing that and I'll just do it on my own. But I think, um, I might check out the book, Julie and Julia, because I, I've mentioned before I went to culinary school for a while. Um, I took French country cuisine, I took food production one, and I took a pastry class. Um, And it wasn't for me because a lot of the people were type A. But one thing I want to mention in relation to complex PTSD is that cooking is very, very therapeutic. Um, And I've talked about this before, but I wanted to just bring it up again. Um, Because Julie Powell, unfortunately, like I said, passed away. Um... And I'm actually just started. I've never seen the movie before, Julie and Julia, um, but I'm watching that movie right now. I just started it. And Julia Child, um, I did watch a version, a movie that came out like a year ago about her. And the actress in that movie looks so much like one of my really good friends. Um, And she kind of reminds me of my friend, Julia Child's personality, one of my friends in North Carolina. Um, So every time I see her, I think of that friend. She's just a very confident, funny, fun-loving, she likes to cook as well, Um, just a really nice person, educated, um, well-mannered, and silly, but uh, I just wanted to say that in relation to complex PTSD, it helps your long-term memory, in my personal experience, if you practice making something that's maybe kind of a big meal, a big meal in particular, and even if, like, I'm a big brunch person, and I've mentioned that on here before, like, you know, having all different types of things for brunch, waffles, you know, oatmeal, you could have oranges, cereal, you could have fruits, you could have, you know, blueberries, whatever it is, um, jellies, you know, jams. Brunch is a really good one to have if you want to be really colorful with it, and, um, but if you want to work on like that long-term memory, the um, like if you cook a bigger meal, that everything has to be timed out appropriately for the meal. So I used to cook like a three-hour roast, a three-pound roast, and I would have homemade mashed potatoes with homemade gravy, um, green beans in a crock pot with bacon and syrup, um, and probably like a little bit of brown sugar um, and honey or something. But things like that, that all have to be timed out. Um, I also used to be a caterer for about five years. 
and in catering I learned how to like properly set a table um, so doing all those little things and being mindful sitting around the dinner table talking with your family those are all things that are really amazingly helpful for helping get your mind to focus um, they also just like I said I personally think they help build your long-term memory um, and like I said, even though my friend, um, she has family obligations, so we won't be making Julia Child's food this Saturday, um, but that's okay, because I think I'm just going to try to make a pineapple upside down cake, just because I feel like it, and I'll probably just take it into work the next day on Sunday and have share it with my colleagues, um, but a, a pineapple upside down cake, I just think sounds like a fun thing to make, so I might get like a... I think that that requires a bunt pan, so it would be a bunt cake, but I might be wrong, but I think that's what that would be. Um, and I'm much more of a fan of a bunt cake versus any other kind of cake, because I think bunt cakes are easier, so I'm going to cheat a little and make something easy. Um, but anyway, I wanted to give a shout out, because like I said, I was going to cook that food this Saturday, and unfortunately, this woman passed away, Julie Powell, um, and so I just wanted to share that you know I think we should all just watch Julia and Julia as a tribute to her because anyone that literally cooks every single one of Julia Child's dishes and I think she did it all in one year I think she did it all in one year it was like over 500 recipes that's a lot of work and she did it in a tiny little apartment like she had a little tiny kitchen apartment and that's the type of kitchen I have I live in an apartment and it's a little kitchen um, so to cook all of that um, that's, a, that's really saying a lot. That took a lot of, um, dedication. So, anyway, I just wanted to share this podcast and send out a little reminder that, you know, planning a, a large meal is a really good way to help your long-term memory. Um, and blessings to Julie Powell. So, this is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.